Hello listeners this is Aditya Shri Mankar welcome to a new episode of Investing Fundas Investing Fundas curates investment ideas economic data and business news from India and abroad and presents the best bits to you in just a few minutes This podcast is for information purpose only and is not intended to be investment advice In today's episode I'll be featuring the following topics. Number 1. 2018 a bad year for markets. Number 2. Discipline is necessary for successful investing. Number 3. Why economists are increasingly studying sports. And number 4. My startup idea of the week. Investors will agree 2018 was a bad year for markets. Natasha Frost writing for Quartz tells us why 2018 was the worst year for markets in over a decade. Commodities like oil and gold suffered another dismal year while all over the world markets struggled. In China, the Shanghai Composite Index fell 25% which was compounded by the ongoing trade war with the US. For European banks and US financial stocks, the closing the year in a bear market, there was little by way of silver lining. Wall Street suffered its worst December since the Great Depression. Let's take a closer look at what sent the markets hurtling down in 2018. Number 1, global slowdown. A slowdown among several big world economies was looking more and more like a certainty. and it turned markets upside down a november report from the international monetary fund notes that although still supportive of growth global financial conditions have started to tighten growth continues but now we are in a relative plateau with higher us interest rates a robust us dollar and worryingly wild market swings putting pressure on emerging markets number 2 the strong dollar and all its problems a strong dollar might sound like good news for the us but it wasn't for everyone at home or away despite the us economy being in rude health for now the robust dollar proved problematic for us multinationals like 3m caterpillar kimberly clark png who do much of their business overseas for them and others healthy dollars ate away from the value of international sales and profits number 3 political turmoil equals market volatility the twitter happy us president the looming threat of a no deal brexit and a radical italian government at loggerheads with the european commission these alone would be enough for a year of choppy markets Add to the equation the US China trade war and the rise of populism all over the world and you have decidedly stormy seas in UK for instance the end of 2017 heralded an all time high for the stock exchange but now it's down 12.5% to sum it up though this year may have had its challenges not everyone is panicking It's the same old story as the dot com bubble the black monday of 
or even the great crash of 1929 what goes down eventually comes back up again but how much more things fall and how much damage they'll cause on their way there remains to be seen Warren Buffett has accurately stated that investing is simple but not easy. The simple part is that the winning strategy is to act like the lowly postage stamp which adheres to its letter until it reaches its destination. Similarly, investors should stick to their asset allocation until they reach their financial goals. The reason investing isn't easy is that it can be difficult for many individuals to control their emotions greed and envy in bull markets and fear and panic in bear markets in fact warren buffett says that he's come to believe that bear markets are the mechanism by which assets are transferred from those with weak stomachs and without an investment plan to those with well thought out plans meaning they anticipate bear markets and the discipline to follow those plans A necessary condition for staying disciplined is to have a plan to which you can adhere to. But that's not sufficient. The sufficient condition is that you must be sure your plan avoids taking more risk than you have the ability, willingness and need to take. If you exceed any of those, you might just find your stomach taking over the decision making. If you don't have a plan, develop one. If you do have a one, If you do have one and it's well thought out stick to it. Tim Harcourt, a professional economist specializing in international trade and labor economics, writes about why economists are increasingly studying sports. If you look closely at your favorite sport nowadays, it's hard to miss the influence of economics. It's evident from the way players are drafted or how much they are paid through to individual coaching decisions and even strategic shifts across entire leagues. If you've seen or read Moneyball, which is one of my favorite movies, you'll understand how economics can be used to put together a team. This is the true story of Billy Bean, the former general manager of Oakland Athletics baseball team. became famous for using economic ideas to identify undervalued players in basketball robert tollison is largely largely behind the explosion of three point shooting in nba his research identified that even though three pointers are less accurate than other shots over the course of a game and season it makes more sense to take more three pointers In some cases economists have been hired to solve specific problems for instance the AFL was worried about the clubs purposely losing to get favorable draft picks so they asked Melbourne University's economic professor Jeff Borland to come up with an objective measure of club performance for teams and leagues the incentive to implement economic ideas is financial but Academic economists are often driven by something else. Analyzing sports can shed light on fundamental economic questions, particularly about the impact of incentives, labor market discrimination on race and gender lines and competition.
the rapidly increasing player salaries in english premier league has led to a lot of analysis of winner take all markets which has in turn led to other sports leagues to implement salary caps and restrictions on draft the growth in sports economics is likely to continue as the data gets better and teams compete for a strategic edge in economic terms though the global sports industry is really more than a game and now time for my startup idea of the week this week's startup is avenue 11 avenue 11 sells fresh produce and grocery to online customers while the b2b arm of the company supplies fruits and vegetables to merchants and institutions founded by a korean south korean expat nakyun chong in india the startup started off as a hyper local model by tying up with local stores to deliver groceries from the closest store to the customer reducing delivery costs but they have now shifted to an inventory model that will allow them to control their inventory as well as provide more products in their offering currently operational only in select parts of bengaluru with a customer base of 35000 people avenue 11 has a monthly gross merchandising value or the gmv of around 285000 dollars or 2 crore rupees as of today the company is reported to have raised funds amounting to 9 million dollars from various south asian investors including a round of 3.6 million in september 2018 the company plans to use the funding for geographical expansion of the business and to increase its brand presence it's in the process of expanding warehouse capacity in in rural bangalore from 25000 square feet to 55000 square feet the online market for grocery and food items is becoming one of the fastest growing segments in india as per reports only around 2 million people in india are currently using e grocery platforms the compound annual general, uh, growth rate or cagr is expected to have 141% growth by 2020 avenue 11 is well positioned to take advantage of the expanding market but one of the biggest challenges will be competition this space is becoming crowded with hyper local delivery startups like milk basket i order fresh crofers delhi bazaar big basket and not to mention e-commerce giants like flipkart and amazon entering the online grocery delivery market as well as the existing presence of retail giants future group through their through their easy day stores my mutual fund tip of the week is the changes in prices of bond securities are inversely proportional to changes in interest rates so if interest rates increase from current levels the prices of bonds decrease and vice versa and now time for my warren buffett quote of the week he says leave your children enough money so they can do anything but not enough that they don't have to do anything
Thank you all for listening in. Invest wise, invest safe, invest profitably. Visit equisearch.in for more podcasts and blogs. 